Okay, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the dot. 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the dot on February 21st, Thursday, 2019. So, episode 2 of the chat show, the chat cast, the chat show podcast. So, I went to work today, yes, for that man. And, you know, so, thank God, right? And, you know, so, I'm off. And as soon as, like, I hit the steps to the door of the apartment, like, my mind just got into this mode of, like, ready to, you know, record. And I started thinking about all the stuff that I wanted to uh, work on and, and had to work on and wanted to get done this year. And, you know, just thinking, like, you know, this was my last year on Earth, you know, really just operating with that mindset, like, you know, um, I haven't been concerned with promoting and distributing everything. You know, the distribution part is important, so I have been distributing and putting it out. But as far as promoting after I put it out, I know I haven't. I honestly wanted to just see where the core fan base was, you know, where's the core, you know, just like the core, like only the core would stick, you know, from the beginning. So that, that's what I really wanted to know. So I, I would accept the low numbers because there was still something and I was like, okay, so I, right now the core is like 14 people like from this site, you know, doing it on this platform or whatnot, like with the different platforms I was doing. So. I'm still, you know, introducing myself to you as if you've never heard of me, which is probably correct, you know, so, or you've never heard me, you know, so, um, I'm a big ball of WTF, you know, I'm a huge ball, like one of the hugest balls of WTF you'll ever see, like, I've, I've seen people just shut down, like, as far as just... Just, it's, it's a common code's aspiration that comes with, you know, me or whatever. So, I'm exasperated. So, because my life exasperates me, like, I'm exasperated by, you know, what I've seen or, you know, done or been a part of and stuff. So, um, film life is a film theory that I, you know, was grateful enough to have, like, you know, created or whatever, like, film life. Film life. It was like, you know, I grew up with the whole, you know, dog life thing. So I was like, okay, now it's film life. You know what I'm saying? Film life. Like, what do you do? It's film life. Like, what do you film? Like, they ask me, like, what do you film? <laughs> and I tell them, I film life. Like, what? What do you mean? What do I film? I film life. Because they say life is like a movie, right? Your life is just a movie. You're an actor in your movie. And, you know, God wrote the movie and directs the movie. And you just have to act in the movie as you and be the best you that you can be, right? So if life is a movie, then if you film life, then you're like possibly filming the greatest movie ever seen or the greatest movie never seen. If you don't film life, which most people won't or, you know, but most people have the capabilities now to do that. So filming your life is just like easy, like cheat diaries. Yes, we need to know how you feel. Like I 
back in the days when I was recording the diaries, I like dreaded like listening back to it because it was so heartbreaking to go through it. But now when I look back, okay, it's 2019. If I want to, I can go to April 2016 and listen to what I was going through. And it will be so funny to hear me then just trip about that over there. And, you know, uh, it, like, so that's what film life is about. Like, yes, like you, you get mad, right? And then instead of, you know, taking out your anger on the person you're mad at, like, you know, as much sense as that makes, <laughs> you know, just take that anger out on the sheet of paper or, you know, uh, audio recording or film it, right? And keep your diaries and create ideas based on it and use it as ideas. Like, oh, that's the story. And you just, you do it. And then you keep doing that for 10 years. Then you're a decade in of filming life and all the ideas that come with, you know, living life. And then, you know, you're going to get older. And then it's like, you're going to be like, wow, I wish I was 21 again. And then you'll be like, wow, I'll never be 21 again. And you're not with this name. <laughs> you know, so uh, what's the best thing after that is just I can't see what I, you know, thought at 21 or how I looked at 21 or how I spoke at 21 or how my voice was toned at 21 and, you know, all the characteristics that came with that age. You know, so, you know, so it's cool. And I can see the ideas that I was creating, uh, what I, you know, and then around 25, then I, I had more stuff written. And so I could now, four years later, go back and read what I was thinking back then, and which was the halfway point of where I'm at now. So I am currently working on the In Your Dreams, you know, second wave, you know, the In Your Dreams universe and stuff, because that is a 2010 project as far as idea created and then developed from 2010 to about 2011, you know, from like January 2010 to May 2011 that I wrote it. And then I typed it all up April of 2012. So finding that project, finding it, um, still having it, I said, like, okay, cool. I put it out, put it on my blog, and I'm like, okay, I really need to go with this. This is like one of the most creative stories I've ever made. But it's like literally the first one. So that mind that I had then is not with me now, like as far as like, you know, so, but I've made advances in, in what I could do. So I just kind of have to do that to this story that was made all so long ago. And, but the, it's an 80 page treatment, basically the original format's 80 page treatment film treatment. So what I started to do was I, I took the first scene, the opening sequence, and I turned that into a poem and boom. So I just do it like that and boom, the first novel would be done. In Your Dreams, first novel 2019. You know, boom, that would be done. And then I'll go and audio record 
these sequels and the spinoffs, you know. So uh, the, the typing up project will be just converting the treatment to a verse novel. And then from there, just going into sequels and audio ones won't rhyme. So that'd be like real, you know, prose novels and stuff. And then, I mean, I'll see what I do after the verse novel is done. If I go and do another one or maybe do an audio one, you know, but I just want to do sequels and spinoffs. But at the same time, I want to take the original idea and convert that over to a verse novel to like set that up for uh, the sequels and spinoffs and stuff. But on, on the side, I want to do uh, the spinoffs and sequels because they, they would be kind of easier, you know, because it's audio, so I can spit it out, you know. And then um, over just this year, just push out the verse novels and, you know, maybe even a trilogy or whatever. So um, I just want to take all the characters, all the different types of characters, give them spinoffs, offer it, hurry up, give them spinoffs, you know, offer it, maybe give them trilogies, you know, just. You know, just like that, just they all get their own spinoffs and trilogies and bad stories. Like, just how, you know, how I do it, you know, do it how I do it, you know. And uh, and it would just be very gratifying to have to, to have done the David Crichton method with, you know, um, In Your Dreams, which was, like, that first idea. So it's like, you know, you made it to the point where you were, like, David Crichton, where your writing was, like, you wrote it under David Clay and then you had the David Clay formula and everything and you had it set and writing a book is no longer like an issue so uh, what do you do now you go back to the original ideas you had that started everything and propelled everything and, and kept you you know with faith you know the ideas that just kept you going like uh, you know like that could be the Oscar, you know, that could be the great one that everyone loves, you know, and it most likely will, like, as far as just creativity goes and creating a new world, like, it was, it was freaking awesome. It was like a dream world movie, like, before Inception, right, you know, but that movie was being, you know, created for 10 years anyway, you know, but it's crazy. Christopher Nolan took on the Dark Knight series to prepare for Inception. It's just ridiculous. You know, it's like, damn, okay. You know, why'd you direct the Batman movies? To get ready for a movie I always wanted to make that my brother wrote. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so. I'm really grateful to be alive, and I'm grateful to be the individual that I am, and I'm grateful that I'm still here, and I've made it this far and this long, and I just want to show God, you know, show myself, you know, you know, show God, you know, how grateful I am of the, you know, gifts that he gave me, and that's why I use them just because he gave them to me. And it was a great honor and a great burden, you know, and uh, it's more of an honor. It's definitely a burden, you know, because what do you do with that? You know, like you can't be self-serving, you know, that's not the point. Like you die in an instant and, and what was it all for? Like, you know, so 
So really, I mean, like, really give them a reason to mourn you. You know, you must give them a real good reason to mourn you. You know, so that's really all I care about. Real simple, I'm so simple, uh, man. It's just my thoughts are so complex, but I'm so simple. I'm uh, simple, really simple. You know, I, I can tell you how I am, and then you like, you know, and then everything's cool, like, simple. But, um, Now, this story I was about to start working on as far as the audio projects because I, um, I'm gonna call it People for Sale. <laughs> it's called People for Sale. And uh, People for Sale is just messing with your brain right now because you're thinking about slavery and you're kind of right, but you're kind of wrong because it's going to create a philosophical debate. <laughs> because, and as the, the, the philosophical debate of a spark is the double entendre of the name people for sale. So I was gonna work on people for sale. So I'll get back on here after this and or the next time and I will create a people for sale. Yeah, just do it on, on um, Anchor. Do it on Anchor, record it on Anchor. Because when I record on Anchor, it's an exclusive, you know, so I don't have the recording on my phone. So it's, this is sponsored by Anchor, and this is an Anchor exclusive. This is an Anchor exclusive. Attention, attention, attention. Deficit disorder. This is an Anchor exclusive. I don't have this on my phone. After this, this is an Anchor exclusive. I said, this is an anchor exclusive. I said, send my ten dollars. This is an anchor exclusive. I said, one more time for those who want to say they didn't hear me. This is an anchor exclusive. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, uh, People for sale is gonna spark a debate because they're not really people. <laughs> they're not really people. They're freaking clones, all right? And it's just my vision for cloning, if cloning is real. Because if cloning is real, it's sick and horrible and disgusting and they need to be ashamed of themselves. And, you know, it's just horrible, horrible. And if this is going to be going on, then. There are practical applications we could use these clones for, like getting us all paid, all right? So, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like duplicity, but with clones, but maybe it was with clones. I never really saw the movie in full, you know, part of me, but. I just, it's people for sale, and that was going to be the next thing I was going to record before I heard about Anchor, and then I was like, I'll give that a shot. And I did that yesterday and today, and I want to build up a catalog on Anchor, so I have to 
just be committing to recording on Anchor and then record on the other platforms I use, you know, later, you know, after the fact. But, you know, if they're separate categories, like these are exclusives, I don't have these anymore. So, and I have exclusive ideas I can, you know, say here that I haven't said or haven't put up and stuff like that. So I haven't went into ideas I was about to go into, you know, so that's nothing. You know, I'm just really grateful that I'm able to do this stuff and, and maybe maybe it's mediocre. I don't know. You know, like, you know, everyone won't like it or, you know, maybe I'm not the best artist in the world. Like, you know, like that's, that's a big feat, you know. But, uh, I don't know, like, I've been filming my whole life, like, literally, like, the film I filmed when I was 12, I don't have that anymore, it was deleted by my oldest brother, so, it is what it is, it was deleted over with, you know, um, by football games, stuff my other brothers football games and then BET music videos when we already had like the double VCR hookup where I was always recording BET on VHS anyway <laughs> like so this was like so yeah I would love to see that I just have those images burned in my head of filming that, you know, I uh, didn't have editing software at 12 years old, so we shot every scene in order, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't think there was a script, there's no script, shot every scene in order, and uh, it, we had one outtake in the middle, and it was just funny, it was, put the money in the bag. It was just funny. It was like a bank robbery real quick. And it was just funny. It was funny. And uh, it was just funny. It was just raw. Like, it was just really freaking funny. The backyard of Miami sunny. And uh, it was just funny. Though. Like, he, I did it. I shined at myself where uh, it was Daniel Smiley and Sean Shan. Like, shined at myself like we talked to it. And, and, and Danny's a bank robber, so he, he runs in the shed, and we got this big old huge plastic Santa. So he runs up in there and robs Santa at the bank, right? <laughs> He's like, put the money in the bag. Then it just cuts. It just freaking cuts to, you know, him running and, you know, fast in the backyard, just cutting it at him, running in the backyard and get popped by Sean. And then he falls on the ground and leg. And then uh, we put red food coloring on his hair. It was just really red on his leg. It was just like, it was just fast cuts. It was just action. You know, it was nice. It was a, a mini, you know, 
It was like chat films, little chat films, young chat films, action movie. It was just funny. Like, I wasn't doing fantasy. No, no, no. Niggas is getting shot and robbed. And, uh, <laughs> niggas is from the hood out here, man. We ain't right about no dreams, man. <laughs> niggas can't afford dreams, man. Dreams are free. In your sleep, man. You yeah. uh, Niggas not a curse for white people. You just still can't say it. Because you made it up. We just took out two letters. Who made this word up? So, you know, I just really enjoy being me. Like, uh, my niece, TV from TV TV, yes. The original QBTV. If you have children, they can watch that. YouTube, QBTV. So look for the black people. All the other ones, yeah, whatever. But, um, <laughs> that's just funny. I guess we take up my keywords and shit. Just go with me at the bottom of the list, huh? That's funny. You know, so. But, uh, TV, back in 2015, right? That year, uh, you know, David Cutting popping up, writing under David Cutting's name. And, and uh, um, I was talking to her, and she was in a room, I was talking to her, and she was like, if I was you, I would just be making myself laugh all day inside of my head. You know, so I'm like, damn. I guess that's like a superpower. And she might have wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like she, you know, it was weird. It was like, it made me think, like, damn. That's how she looks at me. Like, if I was this nigga, I would just be making myself laugh all day inside of my head. Like, and then, like, I think about that since then. I, I just always think about that. You know, like, when I get really down, like, yo, you chat. Like, just make yourself laugh inside of your head. Like, it's fairly easy. You know, you put your mind on it, put your mind to it, you know. <laughs> so, you know, because it would appear as if I love to cry because I would be crying a lot. Just like, you know, I cried so well when I was uh, making the strawberry kiwi and they're working for white people and I was uh, pretending to cry. I wasn't really trying to cry. I was just pretending to cry. I was emulating how I knew it sounded, but without really doing that. <laughs> so I didn't really go there, but I could have. Like, I would use the sadness and this pain on the stage where it would be set ablaze in a daze. Purple haze, you know. So, Cameron album, so. Ah, man. You know, but I'm just really grateful for my life. You know, they asked me what's for dinner. I say four cups of ramen split between two days, right? But I get paid tomorrow, so whatever. But yeah, 
cups around me. You know, I used to cut noodles, cut, cut, cut noodles, cut on noodles, cut noodles. So, I'm gonna go now, but I'm not gonna eat the noodles now. I'm gonna chill, relax. But yeah, episode two of Chat Shows, letting you know who I am, what I do, what I was about to do next before I ran into you. And um, as of now, episode one has zero views, so I'm not getting my $10. Thanks a lot. I could have really used that to buy more than noodles or just be grateful for the noodles I have and buy more noodles and get used to eating noodles in French. No, I said French. I meant frozen vegetables, um, you know, uh, microwaved or oven sauteed with butter and cheese and all the delights that come with that. So all the delights that come with these. So, yeah, I'm just come with ease. So, please, ladies, come with me. <laughs> you know, um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.